It's Tuesday, January 26, 2010. Your weather says cold, but your climate says hot. Oil, oil, toil, and trouble. Do plastic bag taxes actually work? Plus, the big Murkowski. Can Murkowski block the EPA? All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyan. Prepare for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. This is going on right now. The planet has a fever. Hey, Al Gore, has the planet thought about chicken soup? This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by VelvetRevolution.us. It is now officially another big election year, and BR is continuing the years-long fight against failed and faulty electronic voting systems. Fight the fight along with BR by signing on to the Debold Return Our Money campaign. It's free, and your voice does make a difference. Please sign on, show your support at DeboldReturnOurMoney.com to continue the fight for free, fair, accurate, and transparent elections in 2010. Wouldn't that be nice? DeboldReturnOurMoney.com Okay, Des, a big week as usual. What do we have today? Well, it may be an unusually cold winter in the U.S., but if climate change deniers didn't hear it the first time when the U.K.'s Met Office said it, or the second time when the World Meteorological Organization said it, NASA confirms the last decade was the hottest on record. The 10 years from 2000 to 2009 were the hottest in the instrumental temperature record. Hotter than the 90s, which were hotter than the 80s, which were hotter than the 70s, and so on. And we have to apparently keep saying this because we keep you know, hearing these uh, wing nuts on right-wing radio, right-wing television, saying, oh, it was cold out today. There's no global warming. Climate is not weather. It's not the weather outside your door. It's a global number. And yes, it was, once again, the hottest decade on record. Don't know how many times you can say it. Then again, if you're willing to lie about this stuff, uh, as these guys apparently are, it doesn't matter how many times we say it, I'm afraid. But we now also know that NASA thinks that 2009 may turn out to be the second hottest year on record, so we'll see if they keep pushing that global cooling myth. Want to get even higher internet speeds? Well, warming in the Arctic just might make it so. So much of the summer ice in the Arctic is melting each year that an international telecommunications company has announced they are moving forward with a project that was once unthinkable, laying an underwater cable from Tokyo to London in the Arctic via the once-fabled Northwest Passage. Summer sea <laughs> ice reached the lowest level ever in recorded history in 2007. Isn't that just like you, trying to find the upside in this mess? ExxonMobil is involved in yet another oil spill in U.S. waters. A tanker chartered by Exxon collided with a barge on Sunday in Port Arthur, Texas, about 90 miles east of Houston, at the Louisiana border, a major oil refinery area. No injuries were reported in the collision, and the cause of the accident is under investigation. An estimated 11,000 barrels of crude oil spilled into the channel. The port was closed, and parts of the town were temporarily evacuated due to explosive fumes. Cleanup crews are working to contain the spill, but officials say some of the crude will likely reach critical wildlife habitat downriver. The spill could have been worse, however. The tanker is a new kind of double-hulled design that traps some of the oil between the hulls. The double-hull design was introduced after the Exxon Valdez tanker oil spill in 1989 that dumped 11 million gallons of crude oil in Alaska's Prince William Sound. Double-hulled tankers are required in Europe, but not in the U.S. And yeah, I was going to say, has, haven't the uh, energy companies been fighting against that because, oh, it's going to cost extra money? Yes. And, yeah, and it's always about money, of course. More oil trouble on the other side of the country. In Alaska, the Anchorage Daily News reports this week that federal investigators executed search warrants at a Chevron oil facility after evidence emerged that the oil giant had knowingly violated air pollution regulations and then lied about it. 
Chevron had previously told regulators that pollution controls were working, but later revealed those units had been shut down and removed from service years before, releasing up to a thousand times more toxic pollutants than they had previously told they, regulators. They just blatantly lied about it? Yeah, basically, Chevron alerted authorities to the problem when they requested a federal waiver that cancels fines for companies when they self-report their violations. Uh, so, because they self-reported, it doesn't matter that there was a violation? They want a waiver. Are they going to get the waiver? I don't know. We'll find out. Wow. A few weeks ago, we reported on the new plastic shopping bag fee imposed in the District of Columbia. Now, how is it working? Well, aside from a lot of grumbling, the five-cent tax on plastic shopping bags seems to be working very well. The Washington Post did a follow-up and found that people are going a long way to avoid paying that extra nickel per bag, and retailers say the number of bags they've handed out has dropped in half. The five-cent tax goes to a fund to pay for the expensive cleanup of discarded plastic bags, which the city says are clogging waterways and sewer systems. Only about 2% of the estimated five 500 million plastic bags produced every year ever get recycled. And of course, that'll never work here, thanks to Big Bag in the U.S., no doubt. Finally, if climate change legislation fails in the Senate due to the new balance of power, the Environmental Protection Agency is Plan B. It can regulate emissions through the Clean Air Act. However, that is under fire, too. Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, with an assist from two Democrats, is attempting to block the EPA from enforcing provisions of the Clean Air Act as required by a 2007 Supreme Court ruling. And which two Democrats are helping her out? Let's name them. Blanche Lincoln of Arkansas and Mary Landrieu of Louisiana. Landrieu and Lincoln. See you, ladies. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us at twitter.com slash greennewsreport and download us on iTunes anytime. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.